All right, what is up, everybody? We are back here at the War Room. I'm your host, Keith Corbless, along with my awesome co-host, John Moynihan, a.k.a. JMO. Yes, sir. And we have a special guest on today. He is an outfielder from Louisville, Kentucky, goes to Trinity High School in Kentucky. He was the 2019-2020 Kentucky Gatorade Player of the Year. He's a preseason 2020 Perfect Game All-American. And in addition to that, he was ranked as high as 52nd in the nation, according to perfectgame.com, and a Louisville Cardinal commit, Dalen Lyle. What's up, Dalen? Nothing much, Preacher. Appreciate y'all for having me. Of course, of course. What's you been up to so far during the winter? I know you're on winter break. We were just talking a little bit. How's everything been? This is a big year for you. Yes, it's been real good. Working hard each and every day, trying to get bigger, stronger, and faster for the spring, and then go from there, see what happens. Yes, sir. Um, so, you know, we'll kind of just get right into it. Uh, so, you know, your junior year, unfortunately, did get cut short due to COVID. But, uh, you know, the Gatorade, you know, uh, they kind of did their player of the year still. And you had a heck of a season after hitting 513 with three home runs, 17 doubles and 41 RBIs, which is insane. Uh, what was that kind of like for you being recognized as the quote unquote best player in Kentucky and you know such few people ever get to receive that type of award it was a awesome award especially with all the hard work that I put in I felt like it finally paid off but also I did it for my school because I think I'm the second player winning that award so I just feel like as the best player in Kentucky I really don't look at look at it that way because there's also other good players in Kentucky. So I have to prove myself and show that I am the best player. Definitely. That's a good mindset to have for sure. Yeah. And, and Dalen, we were, Keith touched upon it with the stats from your junior year, just absolutely outstanding. And we've seen it on your perfect game outline and everything with the, with the 6.760 time, the outfield arm from your freshman year to, to your junior year and going into your senior year right now, what is like the, been the biggest progression in your game so far that you think that you've had uh I would have to say my arm for sure because that's what everybody knocks me on and I just want to like prove myself and show people that I do have an arm from now outfield but also I work on my hitting every day that's like the main thing because everybody knows me for my hitting so I had to stay on top of that and uh but yeah, the arm is coming along each and every day. And I felt like that's a big progression. Now you kind of did touch upon your hitting. And that's also one of the topics that I wanted to get into a little bit as well. So according to MLB.com, you are rated according to your scouting report as one of the better pure hitters out of high school at this point in time, that seems to be a really big strength for you. Can you kind of go into some of the strategies and, you know, ways that you've been able to at such a young age become such a all-around advanced pure hitter maybe for some of the younger guys listening uh it all started with my dad always working out with him and uh he's always telling me and it stays with me every time I go to the box just to do me keep it simple literally just see ball hit ball hit the ball hard no matter where it goes because if you hit it hard it's always going to find a way through mm-hmm and, uh, you know, kind of that's a good way to look at it. Kind of just a basic approach, but it's effective. Yes. 
Um, and some of the things I also wanted to kind of get into a little bit here is, uh, you know, you are, uh, this is kind of a pretty big year for you in terms of, you know, you have, you know, the MLB draft coming up. You're also committed to, you know, Louisville. One of the things, um, why did you choose Louisville to commit to? And is that kind of, I know you're from the area. So is that kind of always a dream for you to go to, you know, if ever the chance presented itself to play top collegiate baseball? It, it has been a dream of mine ever since I was younger because Louisville is my hometown and I always hear hometown hero. Mm-hmm. But also it's just close to home. I live 10 minutes away from the campus. So I wanted my, parents and my friends be able to see me watch me play I just love the campus the education is real good facilities are top-notch and Louisville has one of the best baseball programs in the nation so I couldn't pass up on that but my eighth grade year it was kind of weird because I committed to Indiana okay and they came along and the offer was good couldn't pass up on that and then when Lamonis left to go to Mississippi State and took his staff uh, with him, uh, I didn't want to. I decommitted from Indiana, and then my two options were Mississippi State and Louisville, and I just decided to stay home. That's crazy as an eighth grader committing to college. <laughs> Jamie, yes. could you imagine doing that, bro? That'd be insane. I mean, can you, you know, we, we've talked about this to some a couple of guys that obviously are going through the same process that you are right now, Dalen, and it's like, yeah, you know, it's kind of weird. Like, I got to go and like show these scouts around my, my high school and kind of like introduce them to the campus. And I go home and mow the lawn or something. Like I can only imagine doing that as an eighth grader, how weird that is. Jesus. It's a, it was a shocker when I committed because I put in all the work, but also I really didn't like play like nationally, like some of the younger kids when I was younger, I played more local. And from there it just clicked with me. And I was like, this is what I want to do. And I want to work even harder to see where it gets me. Yeah. And I guess that's another question, Keith, that like we kind of ask everybody. It's like, you know, when, when you're going through this process, obviously in eighth grade committing to a D1 program, when, when did you kind of realize that, Hey, I can really take this seriously. Was it that was it well before that? Like when, when was that process for you? I mean, when I, when I was younger, I've always wanted to be a big leaguer, but as soon as I committed to Indiana, it actually clicked with me and I wanted to get out more and show people like, who I am and like my athletic ability and my talent and it just really clicked and it's worked out real good. I mean, working hard each and every day and getting to the point where I am now. Definitely. And you know, in eighth grade, so right, you're like 13 years old or whatever, kind of like, how does this, how does the approach go to where like a grown man from a college is coming up to you and be like, Hey, we're going to offer you a scholarship. And you're not even like, like, you're just thinking about probably going to, you know, freshman year of high school, let alone like already receiving an offer. Like, how did that kind of happen? Did you have like people just showing up at your games and stuff like that? Like over the summer ball or whatever spring? I don't know. Like, how would that even work? The team I played for, uh, well, actually about that time, I played for a team called Dillon's Dodgers. And it was like the first time I ever went like nationally and got the exposure and played against. Okay. Um, players that were like as good as me or have certain things that are better than me and when I came home I was like filling in with this uh, team in Indiana called the Indiana Elite and the coach had a good connection with the uh, IU coach so he uh, like wanted to come see me play and then from there it just I committed to Indiana. 
Damn. That's nuts. <laughs> I can't, I can't imagine it. Cause in eighth grade, I was probably four ten, like seven, <laughs> 70 pounds. Like I just cannot imagine it. Barely yeah, it was a, out of the infield. <laughs> it was, a, it was a first for me for sure, but the experience yeah. has been great. And uh, like ever since then, like, I mean, I guess that also gave you the opportunity to present itself where, okay, like I could legit play division one baseball as well. And yeah. uh, you know, what was that kind of like, I mean, maybe even, you know, over the next few summers, right. You were probably seeing a lot of like college scouts coming by. And um, I mean, when was like the first moment where, like, uh, do, have you been meeting with, like, any, like, area scouts at games and stuff like that? I've been having a lot of Zoom call meetings. Uh, I've had, like, 12, 13 so far. And they've been, like, awesome. I mean, and I'm also getting teams coming to watch me hit and everything. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's just been a good experience for real. Yeah, for sure. Dalen, I want to go back to, to your your – your topic on, on the uh, national stage. And like, you know, we've seen, I think it was Harold Reynolds one time I was watching MLB network and they were, and he was like, if they're good, they will find you. But at, at the same time, like we've seen these national programs and like, like perfect game, for instance, where it's just a launching pad for kids to go and play either division one baseball or, or get drafted. How important was perfect games aspect in getting that national attention on you in, in this whole process? It was real important because Perfect Games, like one of the biggest baseball organizations, and they've been around for so long. So if you go to their events or showcases and you do real well, and there's people like watching you, then you're going to get recognized. For sure. And, um, you know, speaking of, you know, the national spotlight, right? So it's kind of, especially in the state of Kentucky, I guess. Um, it's definitely on you. People probably know who you are going up to games and stuff heading into this season, which is your senior year. Um, what's that kind of been like in terms of, you know, maybe people knowing to come see you and play. And then obviously on top of that, you have a big year in terms of the draft process. What is kind of as a pure hitter, as many people like to say, what are some of the things that you're especially trying to improve in that aspect? Uh, I would have to say a two-strike approach. Um, like, there's been times when I've been overly aggressive with two strikes, uh, swinging at bad pitches. That's not me. But that's basically the main thing I want to work on. Mm-hmm. And also trying to get more power, like <clears throat> using my hips and everything. Um, but also keeping the play discipline that I have and just getting bigger and stronger. For sure, and yeah, yeah. Um, go ahead, Jim. Sorry, you you touched it. You touched upon it earlier, Jalen. Uh, you were like, you know, uh, just a good hitter. It is what it is. But with every with everything, and it comes down to you know w- what your approach is. Can you go into the kind of like your pitch recognition and how you're able to pick up on on some pitches that are coming out, and and that obviously helps with with what we've seen so far, especially this past junior year, hitting over 500. Jesus. So with me, my whole approach is I just see fastball, react to anything else because I trust in my hands enough because they're I feel like they're quick. And ever since I was younger, um, my dad and my younger coaches always told me there's a window like pitchers have, like whenever they release the ball. So I look into that window and I tell whether it's a fastball or a breaking ball. So my approach is – 
really simple, just see ball, hit ball. That's basically it. So just watch out for the fastball and then everything else will come. <laughs> yes. All right. That's awesome. That's a good way to look at it, honestly. And, uh, you know, one of the things that we kind of, you know, ourselves kind of like look at, it says that you're also profiled as a middle infielder. Is that anything that you're going to be doing or you're sticking to the outfield most likely? I don't know. Perfect game kind of does that sometimes where they list two positions or so. Are you sticking uh, with the outfield though? Yes, I'm sticking with the outfield. I've been playing outfield since I was 12. I used to be a middle infielder, but I guess the coaches see my speed and athletic ability and they want to try me out there. But I actually need to go on perfect game and change that because <laughs> it's it's been a while because I haven't played infield in so long. Oh, so wait. Oh, I didn't even know you. So you guys edit the, the perfect game stuff? Yes. Okay. I didn't. Jamo, did you know that? I didn't know that, so maybe we should let Benny know because we had Benny Montgomery on earlier, uh, earlier this this month, and he was like, we asked him, it's like, so it has you as an outfielder and a pitcher. He's like, no, nah, I can't pitch. I don't know why. That's yeah, he's right. like, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> the position and like name and like birthday, we had like me and my dad do it, but sure, everything sure. else is perfect. We need to go out and change that. That's so funny. I did not even realize that either. That's hilarious. Oh, my gosh. So, I guess you got to keep yourself versatile. Just say you're also a middle infield. Yeah. <laughs> I respect yes. it. Yes. My high, my high school coach, he said he might throw me in there again. So, you never know. There you go. So, if you're going – what are you going at? Shortstop? Second base? Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, Shortstop. There you go. And, uh, you know – one of the things that we kind of talked about, so you're you're also um, these you're the second high school player that we've talked with. Uh, and we kind of want to know, we've been curious, is that kind of what's it like in a day in the life in terms of like having to actually wake up and go to that traditional schooling like that you don't that you're not going to college, right? Like some day like in terms of like college scheduling, you know, you have two classes maybe and you go to practice and do your thing. What's kind of like a day in the life as like a high school athlete that is preparing for, you know, draft day with these multi-billion dollar organizations pretty much? Uh, basically, just wake up, wake up early, uh, work out. Uh, we'll first get a good breakfast in and everything. Sure, sure, sure. Um, then for me, my day in the life is pretty simple. Uh, just It's all baseball, really. I stay at a hitting facility right up the road from me, like six, seven hours a day, just working out and then come home, spend time with my family, eat dinner. So my day in the life is pretty simple. Then with school, I have four classes a day and go to baseball practice. And then I'll go to legends for four hours and then go home. My God, putting in that work. Um, What like uh, are you going to school right now? Like are like are you actually attending or is it over like Zoom classes? Like a lot of schools are doing. Right now it's over Zoom classes, um, but I was going in twice a week. I was going in Monday, Tuesday, and then Wednesdays we always have off. Right now because of COVID, they just yeah, started yeah. that. It's like a makeup day, and then Thursday, Friday I was online, but right now I'm just online. And then nice. they're talking about getting it back to a hundred percent, I think end of January or start of February. Gotcha. So it kind of gives you like a good, 
you know, chunk of time to focus on baseball, especially. Yes, that's a I'll eat, sleep, and breathe baseball twenty four hours. It a day. seems like it, bro. It definitely it. seems like you're always in the uh, you're always working to get better, which is awesome. That's definitely what you know, Louisville and and you know professional teams definitely want to hear. No doubt. And Dalen, I have a question. You can you can answer this if if you choose to or not. It's kind of might be might be a little yeah. iffy on that. But um, when when you guys obviously for the high school players, you guys are always kind of like playing together. You're either going to the perfect game events for showcases, or you're going to the, going to the All American game. Um, you guys kind of get to socialize and get to know each other from there. Uh, do you guys ever talk to each other about? when when you're talking to MLB teams and like, oh, well, like this is kind of like what they said. It's just kind of like, you know, this is my this is my own personal thing. I'm not going to share that with anybody else. Uh, I mean, I'll share things here and there just to help people out because, I mean, I always want to help somebody out that needs it. But I like to keep things to myself For sure. and just like do me and let nobody else know what I'm working on or anything. Just like stay like – goes for a little bit and then whenever they finally see me then that's where I can really show and they can be like dang he's really been working and what's that kind of been like for you because you don't have the opportunity at least over this past year maybe I guess coming into the spring there's more opportunity to hit you know live pitching get into game scenarios for these like teams to see Um, what has it kind of been like from a I guess knowing that like the interviews are a really big thing like, you know, it's, it's definitely a, a, a higher percentage of um, like uh, weight, in. I guess, in terms of the importance now, instead of just, you know, relying on your play. How has that kind of been, you know, doing the interviews and stuff like that? Real important. A lot of the teams know you as a player, like on the field. But mm-hmm. a lot of them don't know, like, the background story of you, like, your personality and everything. So it's very important getting to know my personality because it, like, judges, like, or decides, like, what this team wants or, like, what they basically. Cool. Gotcha, gotcha. Keith, should we get into the rapid fire? I think so, Jim. I think it's time. All righty. Dalen, we got one. It's pretty split. Well, actually, not very spit. Are are you a fan of Mexican food? Yes. Are are you a big Chipotle or Cordoba guy? And what's your go to order? Chidoba. I oh, eat that. You know what? We've had back to back people say back Qdoba to back. Now. So Cordoba has been like losing badly. The, I think it was, I think it was ten to two. Now it's ten three. Ten three. This this is actually crazy that y'all bring that up. This, I eat Qdoba probably like three to four after workouts or before <laughs> and i usually usually get i get a brown no i get steak and chicken full portion okay i get queso i get corn lettuce uh sour cream spicy ranch and that's basically it Damn. All right. So Cadoba is yeah. making a comeback here on the war room. Goodness. Slowly but steadily <laughs> climbing back in the race. Yes, I got. All right. I got to get right. that protein. I got I to get bigger. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was going to say, you're packing the protein with the chicken and steak. Going for it. Yeah. 
Um, we also have another one. This is kind of more, uh, this is closer, I guess. Are you team Rawlings or team Wilson? Uh, you talking about glove mm-hmm. or, Ooh, this is a tough one. Cause I just designed a perfect game glove that I love so much. <laughs> and, oh man, I'm going to have to go with Wilson. Wilson. All right. It's like really split. I think Everybody, like yes, it might I, be like it's got to be 50 50. Everybody's yeah, very like polarized really one direction close. or another for whatever reason it may be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I feel that. I just I don't know. I like the feel of Wilson. It's easy to break in. Sure. So you've been able to get uh you've been able to try out both gloves pretty much then. So you know what you want. <laughs> Keith, should we do the hot takes? Yeah, let's let's see. So, so okay. one of the things we've been we've been asking is kind of uh, like a funny hot take. So, for example, mine would be like, um, like I think New Jersey pizza is probably the best pizza in the country besides like New York City. I don't I don't have a good one this week, dude. I've already used up my two main ones. That the <laughs> I know I gotta think of another one. That- Dylan, do you have any like funny hot takes that you just like ride with no matter what? Like Michael over Jordan or something like that, or Jordan over, I mean, uh, LeBron over Jordan, like stuff like that. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, I mean, to my own opinion, uh, Mike Trout is definitely the GOAT when it comes to baseball. Okay. But I bet if they go head to head, I think Mookie Betts might get him. Because Mookie Betts can do everything too. Okay, I like That's that. Good one. I like that one. That's a really good take. And you know I like what? That. I yeah, feel like you're not you're not the only person that would say that. Honestly, I feel like do do all your when when you say that to your friends, right? Do they give you crap about it? Oh yes, they they go in on me. They talk about <laughs> so much, but I'm like, from my point of view, I think Mookie Betts is more athletic than Mike Trout because. Mookie can dunk a basketball. Mookie can bowl. He can play football. And in baseball, you already know how he is. Oh, of course. As a, oh as a Red Sox, as a Red Sox diehard, you pull out of my heartstrings right now. Go yeah, Jamo's a Red Sox guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's a Red Sox guy. <laughs> I uh, yeah, that's I've... actually Betts is nuts because like you you see him right like you know doing what he does on the diamond, and then he'll just go and like be a professional bowler on the weekend just casually. <laughs> but I don't know if Mookie Best can hit a golf ball like Mike Trout. That's fair. That mm. video was crazy. He said that thing to the moon. That was that was a <laughs> missile. <Yes. laughs> I like that's to see really that below on that. I love that hot take. That that's a good one, Jamo. That's what we've been looking for. Something like that. I like that. Um, let's see. Let's see. What's another one we have? Okay, so you know you're right by you know the campus, Louisville. Um, do you? Uh, What's kind of like your go-to food spot, you know, around the area, maybe on campus if you go over there, like whatever it is, like what's the go-to food spot for you? Uh, I would have to say Indy's Chick. Uh, it's it's like downtown, but it's like it's like a local restaurant, and uh, me and my parents. Parents, we uh, 50 
about like this small like mini size and then we get a gallon of pink lemonade um then we get twudges uh a uh, pint of mac and cheese pint of beans so that's the go-to food the best chicken. nice all right all right that sounds delicious that does <laughs> goodness um let's see Jamie. what what's another one that yeah. we have yes it's what's really good well it, it sounds unbelievable i need to go <laughs> dalen you're a very good hitter there's one guy that you'd like to face professional ball player you can be in the big leagues now. He might have passed away. Who are you taking? Uh, man. Obviously, there's good. There's in the 2021 club. No, just for the like, just look at I, Prisoner. Okay. Hmm. I'm trying to think. Um, because there's two different eyes, and I heard he's pretty crazy. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. <laughs> well, me and Keith got into a heated debate about that one too. Yeah, wait. Let's see what he thinks. Okay. Is Max Scherzer a Hall of Famer? Yes, I, I Let's think go. he is. See, I thought the same thing. I said three Cy Youngs. I, I, he's got that World Series championship. You know, he's got eight, seven All-Stars under his belt. I'm like, he's in. That, that's what yeah. I think that's what it takes. He's got it. Yes, he, he's definitely a Hall of Famer to me. Yes, sir. Jamo, it seems like you're not. Uh, I'm not popular, dude. Yeah, it's the odds are not in your favor for this uh, particular <laughs> debate. <laughs> A lot of people are, are are telling him he's out of his mind, but we'll see. Well, we'll a, see in a few years. That was the same thing with my other take, dude. I'm not going to say it out loud because I'm going to get ripped apart again, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Dalen, one more question for you. So being from Kentucky, kind of who is your favorite team? And, or I guess like, you know, uh, growing up and uh, who is your favorite player growing up as well? Uh, like professional levels, like team. Yeah, like uh, who'd you grow up watching? I'll my favorite player. <clears throat> my favorite player is um, Ken Griffey Jr. Okay, I always watch him. I always watch his highlights. Just Me too. they call they call him the kid for a reason. He he's probably one of the best players in my eyes because I mean, besides the injuries, he could track the ball like no other. He can hit to all sides of the field with power, and he just has one of the smoothest swings in the game of baseball. Probably the best nice. swing in the game of baseball, in my opinion. But I really don't have a favorite team. It's actually uh, crazy that you uh, – because I, I really don't watch much baseball. I okay. cannot, like, sit down and watch a game. I can only watch two innings, and I'm like, this morning. But playing it, it's like I'm fine. Just I can't watch baseball. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Very fair. Okay, Jamo. I think uh, you know. I think we're gonna close it out with that. Uh, Dalen, thank you again, bro. I appreciate you coming on and and coming to talk with us. Uh, you know, you've been great. Um, and uh, yeah. So I think 
everyone go check out you know the war room on spotify uh go follow dalen lyle on instagram get some followers try to plug it uh this episode will be out january 8th and yeah everyone have a uh great rest of the week thanks dalen again thank you guys for having me peace